This is Her Self-Expression with Beverly Price, a podcast dedicated to women who seek self-empowerment. Like many women, Beverly suffered with low self-esteem, and now she is on the other side and is ready to share her knowledge with you. In this podcast, we interview inspirational women every week who share action-oriented tips to boost self-image and self-confidence. If you'd like to move from self-loathing to self-love, as Beverly did, stay tuned for today's episode that is sure to help you take on the world. And now, here's Beverly. Enjoy the show. Hi, beautiful. I hope you're having an awesome day. I'm Beverly Price, life transition and empowerment coach who's helped hundreds of women on their empowerment journey. If you'd like to work with me, you can call me or send a message to HerSelfExpression.com. I'm also the host of this podcast, Her Self-Expression. Research shows that four out of every five women struggle with their self-image and self-confidence. Her Self-Expression provides knowledge, support, and insight to help these women on their journey to self-empowerment on the inside and out so they can confidently take on the world. Today, I have these questions for you to think about. Have you ever had to let go? Was it difficult? Did you get any advice to make it easier? Well, my guest today is Kamini Wood. Kamini is going to help us today on the topic of letting go, which is nowhere near as easy as it sounds. (laughs) Kamini is a certified professional coach She helps people take the courageous steps to identify their limiting beliefs, the reasons for their stagnation or feelings of not enoughness, so they can have what they want professionally and personally to live a fulfilled life. She is a creator of Authentic Me and CEO of Live Joy Your Way, a coaching company helping individuals shake free of their fears, unhelpful mindsets, and behaviors in order to have healthy relationships and move forward on their professional path. Kamini herself has gone from a people-pleasing perfectionist, holding herself back by playing small into someone who recognizes her worth and sees that by embracing it, she can create room for others to do the same. She is a best-selling author and holds many, many specialty certifications. She is also trained in conscious parenting and coaching for children. Hi, Kamini. Thank you so much for being my guest today. It's so good to have you, and I love that we both wore pink. (laughs) Hi, Beverly. It's so good to be here. I know. We both got the memo. Absolutely. (laughs) Can you tell us a little bit about your personal journey? I saw something on your website that just really touched me, and it was a quote you have, and it said, When I saw my daughter dim her own life because she didn't believe her shine was good enough, my world stopped and changed forever. That touched me so much. Thank you for bringing that up, actually, because when people ask me, you know, tell me about your journey, really, my journey began at that catalyst moment, right? When my daughter, because I'm the parent of five, so it was my middle daughter, I saw her dimming herself down in order to in order to almost make others mm-hmm. shine brighter than her. Like somehow yes. it was selfish for her to shine her light. It was that moment where I recognized that that came 
from watching mm-hmm. me. That came from how I was oh. showing up. And not and, and, and for the most, let me be clear though, I wasn't judgmental. I was really almost curiously mm-hmm. aware of where that was coming from and then got even more curious about it and recognizing that if I want my children to walk a different path or at least have the option to walk a different path, I needed to figure out for myself where I was holding myself back, where that was coming from, and figure out how I wanted to shift and change. So that really started me on the journey of my own self-transformation. Through that process, I recognized that I'm actually being called to help others Mm -hmm. on this journey. So went through many different trainings and certifications. I also brought in my my business Mm -hmm. background. Originally, I was a, a certified project manager brought all of this together and created the business that I have now, which is really working with people one-on-one and helping them move forward from this place of self-doubt, as you mentioned, stagnation. It's the limiting beliefs, the false beliefs, and helping them move forward into where they want to go. It's so interesting that you had that moment. I had a similar one when I was in an abusive marriage, and I was in counseling with my younger daughter, and the counselor said to me, I was teaching my daughter that she had no worth because I was allowing myself to be treated like I had no worth. And when I heard that, I ended the marriage. It was, it was so painful, you know, to, to think, cause you, you only want the best for your children. Absolutely. Absolutely. Can, can you tell me a little bit about what the phrase letting go means to you? Yeah. You know, it's been a hard one for me. Um, in terms of, because as you mentioned, I'm a recovering people-pleasing mm-hmm. perfectionist. So letting go really meant allowing room to just be me without an attachment to a specific outcome. Allowing a process to take place without being attached to a specific yeah. outcome. And that's what letting go means. And it's interesting, and I think that this topic is amazing for us to talk about today, because as you know, before we started recording, I had computer mm-hmm. issues which pushed me to need to let go. And we started talking about even my son and some of the things that he's dealing with at college right now. Again, a Absolutely. moment and, and experience of learning to let go. So it's a, it's a constant. Do you find that letting go of things in relationships are, is harder than letting go of tangible things like the computer or something like that? Or do they affect people the same? Yeah, that's a really great question. I think it it is different for different people. But from my experience in the work that I've done, the relationships, letting go of relationships is a bit harder because we internalize and make meaning of ourselves when we're in context of a relationship. So while there are material things that could have a lot of meaning to us in a relationship, we actually are attached to it in such a way where we're making meaning of who we are and how we're showing up. So if we are letting go of a relationship, oftentimes I know that clients struggle with letting go of a relationship because they internalize it as some type Mm -hmm. of failure on their part. And if they internalize it as a failure, that becomes this false belief that I am a failure. And if we take that one step further, it becomes then there's something wrong with me. If I couldn't figure this out, then either there's something wrong with me or I'm not. Yes. And I find that a lot of my clients go all the way to then not having any self-worth and self-esteem. So that's Mm -hmm. right on. Can you tell me why letting go is so important? 
I have found that when we can let go, what we're actually allowing, what we're allowing to happen is us to really show up and allow ourselves to experience life, first of all, and also allow ourselves to grow through a certain situation. When we're so attached to a specific outcome, we really prohibit ourselves from being able to grow and evolve as individuals. So going back to my example with what I was just referring to before we got on our call today with my son, he's in college, he's, he's an athlete in college and he suffered a concussion. For me, letting go has been all about allowing him the room to make choices and decisions about his health care and about how he's proceeding with getting back onto the field as well as mm -hmm. in the classroom. That has been a process of letting go for me in terms of my growth because now I'm at a new level of right. parenthood. I'm not at the level of small child. Also in letting go beyond just me, I'm allowing him room to grow. Letting go doesn't mean completely absolving right. oneself of something. It just means we're not so attached and holding on to something with such strict, you know, really tight as it like we're holding on to that steering wheel super tight, trying to control it. Yeah, I it. like, I think of it as I have to love them enough, love them enough that they can live their own life. That I have to remember that a certain type of parenting was appropriate until they became an adult and then it changes. And that's, I think, and, and I think, as you said, letting go isn't free of pain points, you know, it can be right. painful. Right. How, how yep. do you suggest Absolutely. to people that they let go? What do they do? I often say when we're in the process of letting go, the very first thing is to employ and utilize self-compassion, okay. right? Really being kind to yourself rather than judging yourself or saying, well, I, gee, I should, I should be able to let this go. That's very judgmental. That's the inner critic really mm -hmm. getting loud. And instead it's about compassion and allowing the feelings to be present. You know, wow, this is hard. I feel sad about this process of letting go. I feel disappointed. Whatever the feeling may be, go ahead and name it. Because if we don't allow ourselves to have those emotions and to work through those emotions, and just kind of push them aside, it's very difficult to let go because those emotions are going to come, they're going to pop back up. So I often will say to people, the very first step in letting go is employing, kind, employing kindness over judgment, first of all. And then second of all, giving yourself time, space, and grace to have your wow. feelings. Are boundaries important to letting go? Boundaries are always <laughs> important, Beverly. <laughs> boundaries come up all the time. But in all seriousness, we have to give ourselves permission to set internal boundaries as well as boundaries with other people, because otherwise it, it just becomes, everything becomes this gray mm -hmm. area. And so being able to say what's okay for me versus what's not okay for me is so important when we're letting go. It, it's, it, and, and I was joking, but really serious that boundaries come into play so often in our lives. And so often we fight against setting boundaries because there's this internal dialogue that somehow we're being mm -hmm. mean or selfish. And, and truthfully, when we set boundaries, it's not just for us, yes. it's for the other people too. And it's actually allowing for a deeper connection. You said something really interesting, and I've never thought about it this way, is having internal and external boundaries. That's that's an interesting way to look at it. Can you elaborate that on that a little bit more? Yeah, oftentimes we only think about boundaries externally, our boundary with somebody else. And what we forget is that our relationship with ourselves is the most important relationship mm -hmm. we have. So setting boundaries with ourselves, you know, what am I willing to do? What am I willing to accept? 
what am I committing to? And then holding ourselves accountable for those commitments, holding ourselves accountable for making sure that we're respecting the boundaries that we're setting for ourselves. So for instance, if we're setting an internal boundary, a very simple one, an internal boundary around, you know, what time we're going to go to bed, you know, it's not just a commitment, it's an internal boundary that we're setting because we're respecting ourselves in that way. And when we do that and we start building that muscle of internal boundaries, it actually becomes easier to set those external boundaries. Wow, that's fascinating. Are there, are there situations that are more challenging to set boundaries than others? You know, I think that each of us have different challenges when it comes to boundaries. I would say that boundaries with other people whom we have not had them with mm. before is probably the most challenging. Good point. Why? Because when we're setting boundaries with people that we haven't had them with before, we feel that mm-hmm. awkward icky, is this okay? And many times we'll start, we'll set the boundary and immediately retract it. And then of course, the people who have not had boundaries with before, they've benefited from exactly. our lack of boundaries. So they, of course, are having an, a, a negative reaction that yeah. suddenly, what is this boundary, right? Like, what is this boundary that you're setting? So I would say that that's probably the hardest way or uh, uh, the hardest place to set boundaries are when we are really, it's yeah. the first time. It's the first time that we're setting boundaries with a certain person. I would say the second really tough one is when you are dealing with somebody who routinely busts through Mm -hmm. boundaries. So toxic relationships are really difficult because as it is, it's already difficult to set the boundary. But then, of course, if you have somebody who's constantly pushing back on the boundary, it's exhausting. It can be exhausting to keep resetting. Yeah, and I think in the case of narcissism, it's almost impossible to set them. Yeah, that's true. And that's where internal boundaries actually are the most important in a narcissistic dynamic, because the narcissist is not going to respect your boundary. So having an internal boundary with yourself as to how you're going to engage with that person, what you're willing to do or not do, is so vitally important as long as you're still in that dynamic. Wow, what great advice. Well, this is a great time to take a little break. So everyone, please stay tuned. We'll be back in a moment when Comedy will share three tips to help you find your worth in toxic environments and help you let go. We'll be right back. Hi, beautiful. Beverly Price here again. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Are you or is anyone you know stuck carrying the life-numbing emotional baggage after your divorce? I call this the divorce hangover. Whether you are newly divorced or divorced many years ago, this happens. Do you want more? Want to feel happy, worthy, confident, and successful? Want to move on? Many women invest in attorneys and accountants, but ignore their emotional recovery. Some because they don't feel like they deserve it. Others won't invest in themselves like we do for others. And others decide just to stuff their emotions and trudge through life. If this sounds like you or someone you know and you want more out of life, then my Divorce Recovery Coaching Program may be just the answer. With one-on-one personal support, we'll work together to cure your divorce hangover with a customized solution. Join hundreds of women that have walked through divorce with me to the other side. Schedule a free confidential divorce recovery breakthrough session to learn more 
and say yes to thriving for your lifetime. The link to schedule this session will be in the show notes. Now let's get back to the show. And we're back. Comedy, what steps would you give to women in our audience to help them let go of difficult situations? The very first thing that I would say is take some time to recognize what your own needs are. Oftentimes in situations, we forget to check in with ourselves. We are so busy taking care of other people that we forget what our own needs are, right? So the very first thing is what do I (laughs) need? We're not even talking about wants and desires right now. We're talking about needs. That's number one. Number two is check in with where you might need to set boundaries. We just talked about that a few minutes ago. It's, It's absolutely, that's the next thing is what boundaries do I need to set? And then it's be really kind and compassionate with yourself as you start to let go. Allow the feelings that you have to come to the, you know, allow them in. Become aware of what they are. Respect them. Don't try to overanalyze them. Allow the feelings to emote what they need to emote, right? Feelings and emotions are energy in motion. They're here. They're data packets. They're information. Allow them to tell you what you need and allow them to give you that information and work through it. As you do that, you will start to give yourself permission to let go and move on. That's really, really good advice. Do you think women have a harder time letting go than men do? You know, that's a a great question, Beverly, because my initial thought previously to doing the work that I do would say, yes, absolutely. I've had the privilege of working with men too, and I have now learned that some men really do have a hard time letting go as well. I think more more so than gender. Like I do think that it probably skews a little right. more to the female side, but I would say even more than gender, it's about how we internalize and the meaning we make of things and, and how we show up in relationships that can contribute to whether or not it's easy or difficult to wow. let go. Good points. How do you think letting go affects women's empowerment? I think the the... The way that it affects women's empowerment is when we are not able to let go of, let's take relationships, for instance. We're not able to let go of relationships that are not healthy for us. What that ends up doing is it contributes to our own Mm self-doubt and we start to question our self-worth. And oftentimes that's when gaslighting comes into play, right? When we can't let go of like a toxic relationship, we start gaslighting ourselves. And from that place, our empowerment, our ability to recognize who we are as people starts to diminish, 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 diminish until eventually we don't actually believe in our own worth or believe in our own selves. So without letting go, we're actually slowly eroding our ability to stand up and and use our voice and state what it is that we want and need and move ourselves forward. Yeah. Now, to change the subject a little bit and move back to kind of your own story, what what support do you wish you had had in the past on your journey to move you towards self-empowerment and the way you are today? You know, I, there's so much about, you know, we, we can look at our past and say, oh, I wish it was this way. I wish it was that way. What I have learned is every experience that I've had has contributed to helping me grow and evolve. So it's not necessarily I would have done it differently. It, if I were to really push myself and say, what could I potentially have benefited Mm -hmm. from, I would say more support from the cultural standpoint. And what I mean by that is growing as a young Indian girl in Connecticut, which was predominantly 
you know, white and glow, there was a lot of feelings of being right. isolated. So if I had had the ability to have a little more cultural support around just normalizing the fact that I was slightly quote yeah. different, that would have helped, I think, going, you know, just sure. building that self-esteem. However, I say that with the caveat that that wasn't the case. And what I did actually experience helped me become who I am today. So I also don't, I, I don't regret right. any of it either. Turn it into something useful. I have one exactly. question that I like to ask all my guests as we wrap up. And that is, what does self-expression mean to you? Self-expression to me means really allowing yourself to be exactly who you are, imperfections and all. So it is just being able to let yourself shine exactly who you are without putting on a mask or feeling like you have to change right. who you are to please oh, somebody else. Oh, that's beautiful. So how can my listeners find you? They can find me over at comedywood.com. And if they actually hop over to that website, there is a free ebook download available on limiting beliefs. And then I'm also on Facebook and Instagram at the handle It's Authentic awesome. Me. Do you have anything else you'd like to share? Well, first of all, thank you, Beverly. Oh, you're you're amazing. And I love being here with you. And then second of all, I really would just love to share with your listeners that giving yourself permission to let go of things that are no longer serving you, while it can be scary, can also be the most empowering step that you take. Beautiful. You have to walk through that fear to get something beautiful. Comedy, thank you so much for being my guest today. And to the audience, all of Comedy's information will be available in the show notes along with mine. Please connect with Comedy to learn more. And to get where she describes, we need insight, willingness, and strength. I believe that we need both outside and inside strength to come together to make our empowerment journey complete. Thank you for being with Comedy and me on this episode of self Her Self-Expression. I hope you can see the direct connection between letting go and empowerment. I love connecting you with incredible women that can provide actionable steps for you to take on your journey. You can find our podcast on Apple, Spotify, Podopolo, and more. Please download the episode and share it with your friends. The more women we reach, the more interesting topics and more impactful guests we can share. Remember, the more you express yourself, the better you feel. Self-expression doesn't have to be a mystery. It's your key to navigating self-empowerment both inside and out. But most importantly, you don't have to go through it alone. I've been through painful life changes in my own empowerment journey to get to the other side with experience to guide you. No matter where you are in your journey, I'm here to help. Thank you and take care. Thank you for listening to the Her Self-Expression podcast today. To listen to past episodes, visit www.herselfexpression.com. Once there, you're going to want to take our quiz to see where you stand right now on your journey to self-expression. If you have any questions or would like to share your thoughts with Beverly and other like-minded women, join our Facebook group, the Her Self-Expression Sisterhood. Invite your friends too. When you download and subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or other podcast services, be sure to leave us a review and tell your friends to download it too so we can continue to help others. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. And remember, self-expression doesn't have to be a mystery. 
It's your key to confidence and self-empowerment both inside and out. But most importantly, remember that you don't have to do it alone. Visit www.herselfexpression.com and join us today.